Welcome to Mindful Escape, the podcast that inspires you to live your best life. My name is Leighton Dewitt and I'm your host and today we have Paul Spargo on the show. Paul has a wealth of experience in the corporate world and recently transitioned to build his own coaching business. He dives deep into the topics of awareness and self-belief and how you can take that leap of faith to live the life you truly deserve. This is a really exciting episode, so listen closely and we'll jump straight in. Paul, thanks for coming on to Mindful Escape. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, So yeah, hi, I'm Paul. 49 years on this lovely planet. Um, I live in Dubai currently. A brief rundown, I left um, after leaving school. Sorry, I didn't want to go to university. I decided I just wanted to get in and earn money and worked in sales all of my life, actually. Um, For 25, fast forward the tape 25 years, I've been very grateful and fortunate to work in places like Sydney, Australia, uh, Dubai, Ireland, um, and of course, London. Um, but then decided, decided that actually I was always seeking fulfillment with things outside of me and I was chasing the next paycheck and I thought, well, I need to pause and have a, have a break. So took a sabbatical, then I decided to follow my calling, which was to set up my own business, which is coaching clients to create a life they love. So that's me. Amazing. Thank you. So you were working in sales, you were chasing that paycheck. Was there a moment or a trigger or something that happened in your life that made you think, right, this needs to change? Uh, Yes, there was. Um, It it was a challenging boss. Um, And I've had several of those in my career, which, you know, let's face it, you always come up against people that you kind of don't always connect with. But what, what I found was um, it just made me, actually, I'll tell you something. If I look back at how I was when I finished my job in corporate world, and it was a global business that I was working in as general manager. So I had a big job, 70 people, direct reports. So instant messenger, constantly going, all different time zones, you know, you know, the, you know the vibe. So, and I loved it, don't get me wrong. I signed a contract for the, you know, it was my choice to work there. And I lo- certainly liked the paycheck. However, I had a realization of there's got to be more than this. Um, I am not put on this planet to do this and and feel like I feel. I actually lost myself. I felt I'd completely abandoned myself and I don't actually recognize myself. When I look back to that person, it was only two years ago. And compared to the life I live now and how I feel now, I'm like, it is completely poles apart. So my coach that I signed up with an amazing coach and she said you know I've gone from corporate slave to you know I've created this life I love of of freedom and actually that journey's been been brilliant yeah no that's amazing and for a lot of people when they get a difficult boss or they come up against a challenging time at work their instant reaction is to say okay I'm done with this place I'm going to go to another place why didn't you do that? Why did you decide to go out on your own? Because it's quite a big risk or leap of faith. Yeah, both of those things. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, at the time, I didn't know what I wanted next. And I didn't know what direction I was heading. I just know I needed time out. So I, I was set myself up financially to take a sabbatical. So I planned to take 12 months off. Now, um, 
what I didn't expect at that time was that my marriage actually ended at the same time, just as I started my sabbatical, which was unplanned on my part. And it felt at the time, obviously, my levels of uncertainty were at an all-time high. You know, I'd gone from, I knew when the check paycheck was coming in, I knew my job, I knew my routine, um, I knew what I had for breakfast, I knew, you know what I mean, I was in the vibe of, and actually that's, when I look back now, one of the things I don't miss at all is not being in that vibe. I decided that, that there had to be more than this, plus also having had the year out, when at the time, as I said, my levels of uncertainty were kind of through the, off the charts. And I, I'm not a kind of person that's been used to that level of uncertainty. So it felt very alien to me. Um, I moved to a new apartment. I, you know, I sat in my new apartment. I remember just down the road from here in Dubai with a dog under one arm, my French bulldog, Cooper, and a suitcase and, a, you know, a few bits from the previous house. And I was like, right, what do you want to create? Um, and when I thought about it, and I, I coach clients now on this. What I didn't realize, Leighton, was my story is now actually enabling me to help clients. Because the number one thing, as you said, is clients say, well, I, I, I can't leave the job because I need the money. And so I'm an NLP practitioner. And, um, and I say to them, mm, let's just rework that because you, you choose to stay in the job. Right. So it's not you're not no one's got your, a gun to your head. Um, but uh, the the point is that kind of um, the it, it kind of opened up for me. It became clear over time, which was I'd been too long in my career, actually, well, life, I suppose, focusing on what I didn't want. But when I switched it round to focus on what I did want, and actually start to take steps towards that, which was, for example, I want flexibility. Um, I want to be my own boss. I want to use my experience from the last 25 years to help other people. Um, I want to have financial freedom. Yeah, I kind of started to figure out what I wanted and it led me to um, setting up my own business, you know, coaching clients. And actually, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm doing. So uh, it kind of ticks all the boxes, really. Yeah, it's so good. And I love that idea of just focusing on what you want and going towards that and not thinking about the things you don't want, because then that starts to distract you, right? If you've got that coming up in your mind, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, which direction am I going in? Are you running away from something or are you moving towards something? Yeah, exactly. It, and it's that whole, um, I did a reel on this recently, which was, you know, when we have the realization that actually we can control and actually we do control everything in our life, and when you take accountability for every decision you make, and, you know, I was playing victim a bit, you know, poor me, I had to go to work and with this big bad boss and earn loads of money to pay all the bills. Well, actually, I chose all that. So if I gave up the victim story and just looked at, okay, I'm doing this, no one's forced me to do it. I certainly didn't have a gun to my head when I signed the contract. But actually, it's not it's not worked out and I want to do something different. There's power in that decision. Right. So it's like um, you kind of suddenly start realizing you're playing. It, you, I was playing it really small. I was in my safe job. I knew the salary was coming in. And, I, and, and guess what popped up for me? Complete unfulfillment. 
Mm-hmm. So actually, yeah, I did take a, I did take a risk. And one of the biggest things with clients I'm coaching right now is they're in pretty much all of them. In fact, yeah, all of my clients right now are in that position of they don't love their job, but they want the money. So I'm able to help them get to, well, what does it, what would it look like if X, Y, Z happened? And to your point, rather than thinking about and letting the ego take over, which is scarcity mindset, oh yeah, but you won't get another job. You should never leave a job before you've got another job to go to, which has just caused all of our conditioning. Everything mm-hmm. that we've learned up until this point is, is shaping our noisy mind and impacting our future decisions. But actually you can change, you can't change your conditioning, of course, but you can change your state of mind. So that's where I spend my work when I'm coaching clients is, okay, given everything you've got in the past and where you're at right now, what do you want to create? And then you see people's body language change and they kind of start to get excited about what they could create. And then they're like, oh yeah, but I'm like, no, 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 you're doing it again. (laughs) Stay in the future, stay where you want to go and the universe will do its thing if you're committed, right? So it's, it's, that journey I went on was not always easy. And I, I get it now. And I'm sure you do as well. When someone says you have to do the work, but I never really understood what that meant. You know, yeah. but then when you realize it means reading the books, it means self-care, it means holding yourself accountable, et cetera, et cetera. When you do the work and you start to feel the benefits of the universe working and doing its magic for you, then it's a great thing. Yeah. And I, I think to summarize all that, for me, it was that reminder that we have the power to change that. Like you say, right, it's, it's up to us to change our mindset and take those steps in order to achieve what we actually want to achieve. Yeah, 100%. 100%. With um, your journey, it sounds very similar to mine, actually. You're in a place, nowhere to live, no job, just come out of a long relationship. Yep. And you're like, oh, gosh, what do I do now? So obviously there's a lot of challenges that come up there, but going through that transition, what were the biggest challenges for you? Mm, Great question. The the biggest challenge then would be changing changing patterns of of my behavior, right? Because if to create the life you love and to focus on what you want and take baby steps towards it, is all well and good but if you wake up on the wrong side of bed and you feel grumpy and something happens to you and you're straight back into your old pattern of you know it like it with anybody right trying to change your pattern of behavior was the challenge now i'm not an i'm actually a really positive person i'm not a negative person however occasionally i slip into scarcity mindset and so i i was as again when i was first coaching sorry I was first with my coach working with my coach and I had the time I had a year off right so I was very fortunate and extremely grateful that I created that so I didn't have any stress immediately overnight I didn't have any stress which was the key to my success I think because I was like oh god that was better um to answer your question it was holding it was listening to my inner strength which I never for a second doubted everything would be fine. 
And it took me a while. If I tell you, I had never meditated, for example, like the first time I meditated was when I started my sabbatical. Right. So I discovered a whole new world of going deep within, focusing on yourself, listening, trusting your intuition and all the great things that that provides. But it, it was initially it didn't necessarily come naturally to me. You know, I was I was the one in my coaching um, training that, that was saying, I'm not I'm going to sit this out because meditation doesn't work for me. Like I had a massive limiting belief that that stuff didn't work for me. So I had my I'd created it all myself, but I actually had my own hurdles to overcome, which was my mindset. And actually, you can do this. You're absolutely fine. You're safe. Why are you feeling un uncertain or unsafe? Trust in yourself. Everything's always going to be fine. You're exactly where you're meant to be. And if I had that conversation with myself on a daily basis or many times through the day, I was fine. It's a really good point because I'm thinking back now to when I was in my job. And if I was listening to you speak about this when I was there, I would have thought instantly, I don't have a problem with my beliefs. I believe in myself. I know I can do this. But as soon as I didn't have that safety net of that salary and that job and my home and being close to family and friends, all of a sudden, those that confidence starts to yeah. lower, right? So yeah. now that I hear you saying change your belief system, I think, wow, yeah, that's that is a massive thing to do. And as you go on your journey of changing your mindset of working for someone else and then starting your own business, changing the mindset of, oh, I live in one place and I'm settled here and it's comfortable, but now I want to travel. That's also a different mindset. And all these things are all overrided by your belief system. Yep. Did you have or do you have any tips or systems or processes that helped you improve that transferring that belief to obviously get you where you are today uh yes it is much as like for example if i'm coaching a client now i would always start with what results in their life are they not happy with and you know then we work backwards from that really so the process i follow would be around you know, accepting and understanding your conditioning, your background and being at peace with that. Um, and then you, you you can't change that and that you shouldn't want to ideally, because even if there's some fairly traumatic stuff in there, because it's kind of shaped you. And I get that that takes a while for some people to get to that point. right? So that's the first hurdle. Um, but the process I tend to use is if you folk, you can change your state of mind. So most of the coaching I do focuses around state of mind because your state of mind will directly impact your behavior and your behavior will deliver your results. So I kind of work backwards from results, behavior, state of mind. And then if somebody, if I'm coaching them and I realize they've gone off track a bit and their dialogues change or the body language changed or something's changed for them, I can see and, and I kind of will pull them back into, through conversation, of course, that, okay, what's going on? How are you feeling? Because actually it, it all comes down to anything is possible. 
And actually, when you realize that, it's quite mind blowing because it's like you can create whatever you want. And the whole, yeah, but, and what if, and scarcity thoughts around, as you said, it's your belief system, it's your conditioning. It's not wrong. But to change that and to suddenly think, actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm all right. And I do love myself completely and I can do anything I want. Suddenly you see people transform. Yeah. And it's, but it's, you, you must have this exactly the same thing. On the coaching front, it's obviously not a quick fix, right? Because you're changing patterns of behavior that have been there for many years. And it's an ongoing journey. I mean, I still had a, something happen to me yesterday. And I was like, my God, that surprised me. It threw me right back to something that had happened. And I thought, God, I thought I dealt with that. And I laughed about it. because I was. Whereas before, I probably would have gone into that downward spiral of judgment of self and, oh, you know, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. But I was just like, hmm, it's interesting. There's still work to do. Um, it's an ongoing journey, isn't it? Yeah, always. There's always work to do. And even when you get to a point where you're satisfied with something, something else will come up, right? It's ever evolving. And yeah. I really like that point there because you have, no matter how long you've been on the planet, for me, most of my clients are in their 30s, right? So they've had at least 30 years of conditioning and then they expect to change their life in a day or a week. But hang on, you've got all these years of conditioning that you need to unravel before you can start moving forwards. It, but, and, that, and that's the that's the fascinating stuff, right? Because actually, um, as we both know, the, the key to the whole thing is awareness. And actually, when you suddenly the light bulb, go, light bulb goes on that actually you are not your thoughts, um, and you are not Paul that works as a general manager for a global software business that lives in the, that's not you, right? That's kind of the, the identity that you associate with because that's what you've created. So when you have that realization that actually, wow, I can create anything I want, um, it's powerful, you know, and it's fun. And I, I often say to clients, it should be fun, guys or girls, like it shouldn't be <laughs> No, we're supposed to be here. We're here for a really short time, right? We should have as much fun as possible and create a life we love. You know, but it takes work. It takes work. Yeah. And it is hard and there's going to be challenges, but you've got to enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With your personal experience, was there a major lesson that you learned along the way? Uh, yes, there were many actually, but the one that immediately popped up in my head is uh, you have to be your number one fan. Right? You have self-care, self-love is the, is the key to everything, because actually, if you can't look in the mirror and say, you know what, I love you completely, you're a pretty awesome human, then that's the work for you to do. Right. No judgment, but you've got work to do. If you look in the mirror and don't like how you look or don't you see something different to what other people see, all of which is real. That's your work to do. But to answer your question is around valuing yourself, loving yourself completely and, you know. Having gratitude for this amazing body that you walk this planet in and everything that's in your life, because, you know, we get so caught up, I certainly I did, in stuff that really didn't matter. Um, when in actual fact, 
why choose to waste your energy on that stuff? Because you're going to guess what? Attract more of that stuff. So it's never, never, um, I won't say never doubt yourself because it's it's important to check in with yourself and think, does this sit with my value system? I'm making the right decision. But, you know, love yourself completely, I guess, would be my big learning. Yeah, and I think on top of that, loving yourself completely will allow you to get to where you want to because there will be moments where you'll have to back yourself and if you don't back yourself and take those leaps and be courageous then it's going to get very challenging yep absolutely and if you're if you're not going to back yourself who is yeah you know you might have family will of course and you know and supportive work colleagues or bosses will but like um you have to i mean it sounds simple right love yourself completely but actually if someone's conditioning and their background has been that i don't know they're not good enough they've got a lot of work to do right because that's they've got that carrying that on their back all their whole life so it's not necessarily an easy fix i fortunately had a very good upbringing however i i abandoned myself somewhere in the corporate jungle and foolishly thought that my purpose was to deliver huge revenues for large companies all of which by the way were great fun to work at I loved but it didn't fulfill me so love yourself completely I think is the key to creating a life you love and looking after yourself you know I think there's other things in there as well because again going back to me and my corporate world I would say but Paul I do love myself completely Um, but as I've gone through my steps and my growth and my evolving I've realized actually there were things that happened in my childhood that I don't remember and have had an effect on my mindset so while again I also had a good upbringing and I feel like positive and believe in myself and all of that but there are things about money there are things about things about beliefs there's things about the scarcity mindset there's all of these things that you pick up as a child and you don't realize until you start doing the work on yourself well actually yeah why do I believe that and why don't I act in this way yeah It's, it's interesting because as you quite rightly said when you have the whole thing really starts with awareness when you start to question stuff and think "Hmm." you know or it's some work that i'll do with clients is you know so what they would explain a situation in detail you know and you're like okay so what's the emotion that pops up for you and they're like i felt really angry okay fine so let's dig into that a little bit because it's um uh, to your point interesting how we're wired and what's you know hard coded into our minds based on our conditioning and or you know stuff that's happened in the past and so to understand that and go ah i'm doing my thing again hang on a second there is another way here because if people give up the need to be right in this certain argument for example and they think well this is just my point of view this is just my perceived reality of an of a situation but i'm judging it based on my conditioning Mm, okay maybe there's a different maybe there's something here i'm not seeing yeah. Um, and that's, I think, the power is because that's like when someone can suddenly start to say, hmm, actually, I'm do- maybe I'm doing my thing again. 
Um, but it doesn't need to be a heavy thing. You know, a lot of people think coaching and, you know, I hear the term life coaching a lot. A lot of people think, oh, it's heavy work. It should be, you know, yeah, you've got to do the work, but it should be helping you build a life you love and understand yourself, you know, because if knowledge, um, awareness is really the first key. Yeah. On awareness, you mentioned that you hadn't done any meditating while you're at your last job. And I found that a lot of my awareness has come through my meditation practice and being aware of the thoughts that are coming up and the feelings that are arising. Is that how you developed your awareness or what other ways did you develop that yourself? Actually, I tried a lot of new things, right? So I tried Reiki. Um, I did sound-based healing meditation. I had some healing sessions, um, all of which I enjoyed. But if I was really honest, in my deep down, I was like, yeah, this stuff doesn't work for me. (laughs) 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 I'm the guy that was like, no, meditation doesn't work for me. I don't know know where that comes from, right? Because I can't remember ever being told that. It was just a belief I had. Um, so then when I when I tried some new stuff and met some new people and started reading more, I read more books in the last two years than I've read in 25 years. You know, Joe, Joe Dispenza's Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself or The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle, that brilliant stuff. And that was my awakening to go, hmm, OK, maybe I'm missing something here. Um, and then when I started to consistently and regularly meditate, um, and see the results um then that's when i had the 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 awareness kind of off the charts because it was like oh okay because obviously the 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 universe was watching listening and then you know did its thing yeah great um if you were to give younger paul some advice Let's go back to a year or two before you quit your final job or before you took your sabbatical. What advice would you give him? I would say that when you realise that you have everything you need within yourself, then the need for fulfilment from external things, objects, experiences, whatever, kind of fades away. And the reason I say that is I, when I look back, although I like the significance that my senior roles in companies had, and I was good at it, to be honest, without being too bold, I was good at the job. But the advice I'd give myself is I was, I, I was like a little hamster in a hamster wheel. You know, I was running like hell and I was trying to get to the next step, which was buying the house, buying the car, getting married, buying the dog, you know, whatever. And when I've got that, I'll be happy. And right now I'm just going to put up with what I've got because this is just how life works. So my advice to myself would be you don't need anything outside of yourself for fulfillment. In actual fact, quite the opposite. If you're if you're relying on external factors for fulfillment, you're gonna you're gonna die pretty unfulfilled, probably. So I think that would be my advice. I, I felt like I was chasing something for many years in my career. 
And I like the, as I said, I like the significance. I like the salary. I like the status of the big job. Um, but I never felt I was, I never felt that I was delivering for Paul. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was on this, as I said, this little hamster on hamster wheel waiting for the next thing to kind of be fulfilled. And actually I was looking in the wrong place for fulfillment is my thing. So I would say to myself, yeah, don't look outside for that stuff. Go, go in within. Yeah. That's really great advice. And I think so many people are in that mindset of when I get this, I'll be happy. Or when I achieve that, I'll be happy. But for I would say pretty much everyone I've spoken to, when they get there, they're not happy. Yeah, because they want the next thing, right? They're on the next step of the wheel. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, this is great, but then what's next? Like, you know, so yeah, I I agree with you totally. Yeah, and it comes back to what you said earlier, just about having fun and enjoying that journey. Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, we all have days where we're a little bit, you know, scratchy or kind of whatever the word you want to use is where we're a little bit off. And normally it's because one of our six needs as a human are not being met and we can kind of do some work around, okay, I need a bit of variety. I'm going to go and try a new restaurant or, you know, I need a bit of certainty. So I'm going to do something that gives me that like, but um, in the, in the main, to your point, it should be fun, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, and if we're finding, and it depends who you hang out with as well. I mean, we've spoken about this before, but your environment is so important and the people you surround yourself with is so important because, you know, in certain countries, certain cultures, it, it's hard, right? Because there's there's a scarcity mindset to the core and everybody's fearful for whatever, you know, I'm making this up a bit, but you get my point. If you're surrounded, if you're living in that environment, surrounded by people with that mindset, it's really hard to break away and go, you know what, this should be fun. I'm going to create a life I love. You need a leg up, which is where a coach comes in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Paul, that's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you online? So um, you can find me mainly on Instagram. Um, so the Authentic Growth Coach is uh, my account. Um, I'm posting... Uh, reels there two or three times a week um also my company website is paulspargoconsulting.com and i specialize in coaching within the commercial space or or coaching personally for like personal breakthroughs and that's all included on my website so paulspargoconsulting.com or the authentic growth coach on instagram brilliant thanks paul thanks for coming on Thanks very much for having me. Take care. And there we have it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The biggest takeaway for me was around self-love and self-belief. As you go on this journey to find a life that you truly love, you're going to have to do things that don't feel comfortable. You have to get outside your comfort zone. You're going to have to do things that perhaps the people around you don't agree with. Perhaps your family don't accept perhaps the expectations that society have set for you no longer align with the life that you want to lead. So if you're listening to this episode, take it as a message. Now is the time to start making changes. Start stepping outside your comfort zone and stop making excuses. Get out of your own way and start 
living a life that you truly want to lead. If you enjoyed this episode and found value, make sure you share it with a friend on social media and I'll see you same time next week.